This space for rent. Seriously, you guys could be buying ads right now in place of me talking. Yeah, for anything. It doesn't even have to be like a company or a product. It could just be like, hey, I got something to say. Yeah, I mean, if or, you know, if you just want to rant for 30 seconds or you own a business or do you want to promote your Etsy page, whatever. We love beads. Yeah, sure. We're we're ready to sell out. You you could advertise on Breakfast with a Beak. So do it already. Yeah, rates rates are cheap. Contact us. Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again is my sidekick. Hey, good morning, Beaknecks. I'm Dr. Heisenberg. So, Dr. Heisenberg, some fun stuff going on outside right now. Yeah. 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 Um, some some dudes on motorcycles have been just kind of circling the block very loudly. So a whole, whole bunch of them. It's it's a tiny penis parade. It is. It is. By. They've got they've got wee little dicks and uh, funny helmets, and they're so fucking original. Oh yeah, there's some subtext there. It's, oh, with the helmets. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like, 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 like a penis. It's a dick joke, everyone. Right, right. To, to match their crotch rockets. Just dicks just, all over the place. Just slapping me in the face. It's wonderful. Dicks with tiny dicks, riding metal dicks. It's, it's Yeah, there's a lot of... It's, yeah, no, by putting on the helmet, they themselves sort of become a dick. You know, it's like it's, it's fascinating. And they're already dicks. It's just layer upon layer. Yeah, no, it's it's subtext. It's deep. It's like fucking madman up in here, you know? Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So think about that. America. Yeah. So yeah. you might be hearing that in the background today. Yeah. Be fun. And well, you'll be hearing that in the foreground if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> what should we What should we yell when they ride by? My wife is very sick. <laughs> <laughs> like a disturbance of the peace kind of thing. Yeah. Please stop. She has chemo in the morning. <laughs> she needs a rest. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that's that's horrible. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, maybe that'll shame them a little bit. Yeah. Not being loud dicks. The ends justify the means. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't be a loud dick outside my window when I'm making a show. Exactly. Yeah, is the lesson here. It's a very specific lesson, but if you're ever, like, outside my building, then... Yeah, my podcast audience is very sick. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. I mean, some segment of them could be or could eventually be. I think some people listen to the show like to go to sleep. Like it's you know our our voices are soothing, and they listen to us when they're going to bed, and it lulls us in lulls them into like dreamland. Yeah, and they have dreams of us. Yeah, yeah. In a I'm, field, I'm, I'm soothing them to sleep. Yeah, just they dream yeah. of me in a field screaming about why John Mayer sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, some people find weird shit comforting. That's it's what like, the inside of my head looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just me in a field yelling at birds. <laughs> it is. I, I have these weird recurring dreams. Fuck you, crows! <laughs> you go on. I have these weird... Recu- you yeah, had like a, man, a, a Mance Raider moment there. Well... Yeah, yeah. There's uh, worse guys to be. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, I have these weird recurring dreams where I'm leading, like, a, a team of adventuring barbarians. And, you know, I'm not me in the dream. I'm sort of a cross between, like, Thor and Conan. And, you know, we have wacky adventures and there's there's swords and, you know, wearing fur. Like a classic barbarian team kind of thing. And it's, it's sort of like, uh, you know, like Thor's other god friends in the Thor movie. And they just go around, and they've had many campaigns, and, you know. So those are my dreams. They're fun. 
Yeah, I'm I'm always me in my dreams. Uh, I'm sometimes sorry? I have like a different hat, like something I wouldn't wear in real life. But mostly it's just me in my dreams, and I'm trying to like fix something, and it keeps getting worse. And sometimes <laughs> there are damn thieving crows that come and steal parts of it. <laughs> Well, this, yeah, got kind of a mental tapestry going on here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with that little insight... The Good Times coat of arms is just a man raising a fist in rage. <laughs> At Toward the Heavens. <laughs> it says, fuck you, in Latin. <laughs> you should make that crest. That's awesome. Just fuck everyone in Latin. <laughs> you need to, look, need to learn how to weave now. <laughs> well, while I'm working on that, let's roll a topic. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. Because in case we haven't gone over the premise recently... Oh, yeah. Here at Breakfast with the Beak, we take topics from you, the listener. Yeah, that you choose, guys send to us. We You send them to us at topicsatthebeak.org, at facebook.com slash breakfastwiththebeak. Breakfastwiththebeak.tumblr.com. Indeed. Uh, you can search for us on Google Plus and iTunes. Yes, you can. And you can tweet us at, at the Beak and at Doc Heisenberg. That's Doc with a K. Yes. Yes. So, now that we've got that covered, let's uh, roll some topics from people who have already sent them in, slackers. Yeah, let's so, see who sent us some stuff this week. Yeah. Okay, lots of numbers. Awesome. Oh, that's a big one. Big ones. All right. <clears throat> I like big numbers. Well, that big number lie. is a 33. Okay, what's topic number 33, Johnny? 33 is Waiting in Line for Shit, submitted by first-time topic person, Kate in Austin, Texas. Thank you, Kate. In Austin, Texas. Austin, yeah. that's our first one from uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah, I believe so. It, you're, what am I saying? I believe so. That's a fact, yes. That's our first topic from the... Yeah, now all we need is a, a topic from Portland, and we'll be able to construct the hipster Triforce. Thank you for saying hipster Triforce, because as soon as you started saying Portland, my thought was we have to complete the Triforce. Right? Yeah. It just works. <laughs> it just yeah. does. And we already have lots of topics we got from Brooklyn. Yeah. And now we got Austin. Yeah, and there's some guy in, in Williamsburg right now, I guarantee you, who has that tattoo. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I respect that. Honestly, yeah. You know? I, mean, I don't know if people get Williamsburg jokes in the rest of the country. We do, because we live in Brooklyn. But, well, like, I have to assume there are, like... Neighborhoods in Austin and Portland that are like very specifically Williamsburgish, and you know locally they get that. Oh but yeah, then, Austin is still in Texas. <laughs> well, Austin is still in Texas, but I mean, there's got to be like a super hipster neighborhood within Austin. Like Williamsburg is within Brooklyn. Oh, absolutely. I would yeah. assume. Yes. Yeah. Well, however Austin is laid out, whatever the city planners had in mind, and however bike friendly it may or may not be. Yeah. We have a topic from there. Do you remember when Seattle was cool? Like, when Seattle was the coolest thing, like, in the late 80s, early 90s? I remember. Now, now in the Northwest, it's it's all Portland. Yeah, well, yeah. that's because, uh, I don't know, Fraser moved to Seattle and ruined it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess people got tired of Pearl Jam. I did. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, waiting in line for shit. Right, waiting in line for shit. Thank you. Waiting um, in line for shit. Probably not, like, literally, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but uh, shit in the more slime term of Yeah, in the in the universal sense where do. it is all things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Just shit and shit, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, just waiting in line for anything. Cuz you know, I think just the phrasing of that waiting in line for shit, it, it kind of denotes the the crassness of how Americans wait in line for things cuz like in in England, Indeed. right? 
They don't say waiting in line for shit. They say they queue. They queue. They're good at queue. They do. Brits know how to queue. They fucking they know how to queue. They queue up for things, and it's very it's classy. You know, it it's is. just a it's little just, more uh, well mannered. It is straight yeah. up just social contract. We are all in this. We need to wait in the line for the good of the realm. Right, right. It's very orderly. Everyone has their place. Yeah. It's that's the that's the difference. Like if I was doing one of those like uh, those lame ass like. Uh, Multiple yeah. culture clashes like stand-up comedy routines. White people do this. Black people do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in English, we queue. In America, we wait in line for shit. In Soviet Russia. In Soviet Russia. Waldo, find you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Line stand on you. It's not just... <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who does not love Yakov Smirnov joke? Decades after relevance. Well, I'm... I'm I used to, now I don't. That's Anybody remember when I was on Night Court? That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do Yakov for the whole show? No, you cannot. Okay. You cannot, no. And you see, to me, that the, the phrasing of the topic denotes less uh, our, our crass view of it and more uh, frustration. I gotta wait in line for this shit. Ugh. That's true. Because how much of our lives do we waste waiting in line, really? I mean... And, and lines that don't make sense, okay? You get to the ATM, there's two machines, okay? If uh-huh. you're in, if you're actually going into the bank, there's going to be two machines. In the in the vestibule. Yes. Yeah. Now, what you do is you form one line. When one machine opens up, the person at the front of the line takes whichever machine has opened up. That That's the reasonable. way it works. That's the way it always has worked. And some asshole comes in and forms a second line next to the first line. He's like, ah, the machine on the left is mine, fuckers. Oh, I can't yeah. believe you idiots are all waiting for this one. Oh, I hate that guy. So either he believes that everyone's gotten in line for a single machine, foolishly neglecting the machine with only one customer at it. Right. In which case, haha, I'm smarter than everyone, and I, I feel like anyone who does this has had a lot of proof in his life that he's not smarter than everyone. Right. It's not the same as the express line at the grocery store. Yeah. Or, or conversely, he, he knows what he's doing, and he's just sure he won't be called out on it. <laughs> In which case, really, fuck that guy. Yeah. But but don't really fuck that guy. In fact, if you know that guy, just don't never have him. sex with him. Make sure he goes through his life alone, because he deserves to be alone after pulling that shit. Yeah, no, his behavior uh, uh, warrants penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all sorts of penalties. We can't put him in jail, but, you know, he can die alone. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, something I have neglected thus far in the discussion of the asshole at the ATM machine. Mm-hmm. Is that really that guy is holding you up for what five minutes maybe if his plan works? It's not that big a deal. Yeah. I mean, half the reason people let that slide is because who cares? Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, like you know, when you when you go to the bank and you have to wait ten minutes winding your way through the little ropes or whatever. At least those ropes are there. I mean, that makes it fair. But you know, you still have to wait ten minutes because there's some old lady trying to cash in a sack of pennies that she has not put in the tubes. Right. And put them in the tubes, people. They can weigh those. Put them in the tubes. Yeah, let's, let's make a song about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the point is that you know <laughs> this is a terrible song. <laughs> well, it is now. We haven't. We barely worked on it. Put them in the tubes. Yeah, that's about all it. You know, <laughs> that's all you need. Look, anyway, the point is that at the bank, you know, you have to wait in line for ten minutes. That is fucking intolerable. You go to Disney World and it takes you ten minutes to get on the Haunted Mansion. You go home and you brag about that. You talk about that more than you talk about the ride. Well, yeah, the amusement park is weird because you don't wait in line just once. You wait in line over and over again all day to do anything. 
The only time you don't wait in line is when you're getting in. That line moves fast. It's like you know yeah. when you when you go into the park and you know yeah, you got to go through and buy your ticket or redeem your ticket or whatever you know. Right. I mean that doesn't take that yeah. long. It's, it's a it's a line, but it's a fast moving. That's a line like the turnstile at the subway is a line in the sense that it's barely a line comparatively. Yeah, but you know once you're in there. <laughs> You want to go on a roller coaster, or buy some cotton candy, yeah. or go to the fun house, etc. Yeah, and the, the, the better the ride, the more iconic the ride, the more advertised the ride. Well, this is like a 45-minute queue sometimes. It's, yeah, if you're lucky. No, I mean, Space Mountain, that's an hour-long wait on a good day. Yeah. I mean, I remember I was a kid, and we did the, the Florida trip, right, you know? Oh, sure. And we thought, you, you know... go to Orlando. We go to Orlando. And my parents were like, hey, you know... Uh, we're going to do a day at the, the Universal Studios in Orlando. We're going to see the Nickelodeon shit and all that, right? Right. Yeah, those rides, they have like six rides. <laughs> <laughs> they have like six rides, and every single one of them had at least a 90-minute wait. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Like, And we were there on Brazilian Tour Group Day. And they all wanted to clap and sing in Portuguese to while away the time. <laughs> they all knew one song, and they all knew the same song. Wow. It was... Did you learn it? No. I just remember... It, it seems like you had plenty of time. I did, but I, just, I didn't learn it. I don't. It was a long time ago. Maybe I did. <laughs> had the Game Boy been invented yet? It had. It was in the car. Shit. Because why would you need it? You're at the park to be amused. Exactly. That is for the ride. Yeah. What yeah. kind of jaded little shit am I that I need a Game Boy to amuse me at an amusement park? An amusement park where I get to get in the DeLorean and go back in time with, with a video of Doc Brown. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then you get to ride on E.T.'s bicycle. Yes, I, yes, we did. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. If the line went through before they closed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, fuck the amusement park. Yeah, and fuck that amusement park. You know, I mean, on the other hand, my dad... Uh, his company, when I was like maybe you know twelve or something, uh-huh. they did you know the the family day at Six Flags where everyone gets in cheap. So that's like the one time a year everybody goes. Oh yeah. So we all piled in the car and drove however the fuck long it was to the nearest Six Flags, which was a distance, you know. Uh-huh. And we get in there, and for whatever crazy ass reason, we got there really early. We got there like right as the park opened. Yeah. We ran the hell up to the roller coasters. There was no line. They sent us through twice. Uh-huh. That was awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You don't get to do that very often. You don't get to do that very often. If you want to go to Disney World, go in December. Bring a light jacket. That's all you're going to need in Florida, okay? Yeah, it's fucking Florida, okay? It doesn't get cold there. Exactly. Ditto for California. Well, where Disney World is anyway, California's big. Well, they got mountains, but Disneyland is not on a mountain. No, Disneyland is down by wherever the hell it is, yeah. 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 Well, the point is... Go go to Disney World in December because people are like, you know, they want to see their families and stuff. And so, you know, Mr. Toad is all yours. Yeah, dude. Christmas Eve at Disney World. I have no idea what that's like. I don't either, actually. No. Maybe it's nice. Maybe they do something. I'm sure they do. You know, like maybe they put on a big-ass parade for like the eight people there, you know? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in a Santa hat. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He, he, he's Santa-esque. He's rotund. Right, you know. So you know what the problem is with that, like put it in the tube song. I was thinking about this, oh, right? Okay. And, and Granny's counting pennies, and if you want to write a verse about like Granny pennies, like it's gonna sound, especially if you got like a gravelly voice, it's gonna w- sound way too much like you're singing a song about Granny panties. Well, then use a different. Don't say Grannies. Count out Granny panties, and it's like, wow, that sounds 
like the opposite of one. Not the opposite, but it sounds very tangential from what I'm trying to sing about. Well, don't. Because <laughs> why would you do that at the bank? Don't <laughs> write not the that. Watermat. Don't phrase it that way. Then granny pennies is a thing you just made up. I know. This it's, is it's a serious hurdle to the songwriting process. It's a hurdle you fucking invented and then clubbed yourself in the face with a bunch of times. I did. It's like I really did. Hey, I invented a machine that punches me in the fucking face. Is what you just did. If we are talking about a physical object and not a song, is yeah. what has happened here. I'm painting it's myself like, into a corner on that one. And you didn't have to. You weren't supposed to be painting the floor. Okay, that's how far off from what you should be doing. In fact, in fact, no. This how whole song is is far off from what we should be talking about. The show is about waiting in line for shit. That's a good point, though, right? How often do you paint the floor? Like, does that really come up that much? Painting yourself into a corner, I mean. I've never painted a floor. Right? I mean, yeah. maybe if it were like varnishing yourself into a corner, that would yeah. make sense. And, and that or dries? M- or mopping I, yourself into a corner. Yeah, mopping yourself into well, a corner. dries. I mean, it's the and, wait. Yeah. And, and the waiting you, time. If you mop yourself into a corner, when? Mop your way back the fuck out, you know? Yeah. You yeah. spend, you spend enough like, oh, time. Oh, I'm leaving footprints on it. Well, good thing I have a mop. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the moral of that story is you already spend enough time in your life waiting in line for shit, so don't. Waste more time waiting to get out of a corner because you were doing stuff to a floor improperly. That's is that the moral? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the only people I can think of who paint floors are like at, at, at basketball arenas. You know, they have to paint the lines on and stuff, and paint the the free throw area. You oh know? Well, yeah, but you're not painting the whole thing. No, and even if you get yourself into a corner, it's like it's a line. Jump over it. Climb over the fucking seats. Yeah. Nobody's here. Yeah, yeah. You should be okay. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, you're alone in Madison Square Garden. Climb over those seats. I want to, you know. <laughs> yeah, wait in line for that, Grandpa, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> no, there, there's a, something we have around here in New York, which I don't know how often this comes up in other places, but um, we we have a variation on waiting in line, which is uh, on the the subway platforms during rush hour, right? Where, like, if you go to, say, like, uh, Fulton Street Station, and you're making the transfer when you get on, like, the 4 train uptown, okay? You go there at, like, That's 8, relatable. 8.39 in the morning. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, and and fucking, what they have here is it's just shit tons of people commuting from, like, other train lines. They're merging in. And you get literally, like, a thousand people all standing in clumped together, you know, five lines back. We're talking a hundred lines of people going five lines back, yeah. just desperately trying to claw their way into these sardine can subway trains. Indeed. You don't so much wait in line is people just shove the shit out of each other to squeeze into one. Yeah. And you, you get your mild-mannered people who are kind of, you know, eh, I don't want to deal with that. I'm going to hang back and hope the next one comes soon. Yeah. And But you got your other people who are, you know, shoving like crazy. So it's this weird kind of, it's almost like fluid dynamics. Like, like. Okay, this sounds like a big idea. Like hot molecules, like pushing to the, the surface and like, you know, cooler molecules like flowing back and then warming up. It's kind of like that. I know what molecules do. <laughs> but in, in terms of just rude people shoving each other because oh, they're late. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, you have to wait in line at the bank, the grocery store, you know, your usual, uh, Queuing places, right? 
But at the same time, yeah, on the subway, for example, it's just a clump of people. Or like when you're waiting on a bus, right? Yeah. And you just say you have like ten people at the bus stop. Yeah. They never form a line. No. It's just there's this sudden mass of people trying to, you know, be the first to get on the bus. And you want to get in before like the old person, especially if they have to like... Use Lower the high, bus. Yeah, <laughs> use the hydraulics to move it down yeah. to the curb so the wheelchair can get on. Ideally, I mean, it's polite to let the old person with the yeah. walker get on first. But that's like five minutes where you could get on and be sitting. It is. And that they're already sitting in their, in their rascal. So, yeah, right? Yeah. What do they care? Exactly. So, but yeah, no, you, you've got, yeah, the, the crowds of people... You know, just kind of swarming the door, and then actually, in a very orderly fashion, filing on from the clump. Right. I mean, once you're in, you you have to file because it's a narrow aisle. Well, it's a narrow aisle, but I'm saying even even when the clump just approaches the door, it's very quickly sorted out, unspoken. Oh, you're the closest. Okay, you, and then you, and then you, and it's just very clear. You know, very few people get elbowed in the face in this process. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, those subways where there's, you know, hundreds of people clumped on the platform, all just waiting for a train that's late or whatever, and then it gets there and everyone crowds on. Again, very little in the way of face elbowing. No, there's a fair bit of face elbowing. Well. It depends on what time of day. I mean, maybe not literal face elbowing. Yeah, not but literal face elbowing, because that is something that the police would be told about. That would be That's something that starts a bigger fight. But and if that was of, happening all the time, we would hear about it. And there's a lot of shoving and groping and, you know, sweaty people, like, looming over you and stuff. Well, that's just life. Life is a series of big, sweaty guys looming over you. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's everyone's entire childhood. <laughs> and then, unless you grow up to be a big, sweaty guy, that's your adulthood as well, you know? So, it's hard to completely avoid them. Well, the point is... That aside from being sweaty, what I'm saying though is that it's not complete anarchy. It's not a complete breakdown of society every time this train pulls in. Right. I mean, you, you know, considering considering how badly it could be handled, considering there's no safety rails along those tracks, and at any point anyone could shove anyone onto them, and we don't. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, when somebody when somebody is on those tracks, it's usually like you know, oh, this guy was trying to be on the tracks to to, to die or just because he's dumb. And yeah, so, it's weird that people don't fall down and die more often than they do. Frankly, exactly, and they don't because we just have this understanding that if that happens, everyone's train's going to be late. Yeah, that, actually, yeah, I mean that might be part of it. You know. Yeah, it's like that would be a really easy way to, oh, my train will be late if that happens. No, thank you. Yeah, seriously, if there's a real incident, I mean, you know, you yeah. might not get that thing up and running for a couple hours. Exactly. Yeah. And who wants that? It's bad enough when someone gets sick on the train. So, yeah, yeah. all yeah. right. No, I, if somebody pukes on the train, it's like it, they have to announce that. Hey, somebody puked on the train. Sorry, asshole on the platform. Right. Yeah, and... Indeed, you know, there, there is just that, that level of not exactly controlled chaos, but polite chaos within cities, you know? Yeah. You know, get to the right side of the sidewalk as if you were driving. It's just understood. Some people don't do it. Those people are dicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't walk in a group four wide because everyone behind you hates you. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. And most people actually do get that, which is why everyone encounters the group of four people walking slow four wide, because it's, you know, it's, it, it, we're all bumping into the same group of people over and over again. Yeah, you shouldn't have to wait in line to walk on the sidewalk. Exactly. <laughs> 
And, uh, and I think that is sort of a, a, a failing of, of tourists visiting big cities. People who don't live in, <laughs> who don't live in big cities, especially you know? if they're stopping in the middle of the street, like taking pictures. Yeah, but not not even the the taking pictures thing. It's the idea that you know this is a tourist destination, therefore it must work by amusement park rules. <laughs> And, like, when you're in Disney World, everyone there is either a person visiting or a, uh, a uniformed uh, employee of the park. Well, yeah. Yes. But a, a city, no matter how much of an, an attraction it is, there's still people who just, like, work there and have to get through their daily, you know, lives there. Exactly. Yeah. When, when John and Jane Fuckface from Idaho mm-hmm. go to New York or go to Hollywood or whatever, uh-huh. most of the people they encounter have shit to do. Well, exactly. And in big cities, we walk fast. Yeah, because we've got shit to do and because it's impractical to drive everywhere except in L.A., but that's a weird outlier and whatever. Yeah, L.A.'s weird for a lot of reasons. Yeah, but the point is most cities are walkable. Kind of by necessity. If yeah. everyone had to drive everywhere in Manhattan... You'd never get anywhere. No, there would be That's, no... Hell, yeah. there, you wait in line to drive, but yeah, you're not standing, you're just in good luck. Yeah, no, if you had to drive everywhere in Manhattan, there would just be millions more cars than there already are. It would look like a zombie apocalypse where none of the cars are moving and just people are screaming in anguish. Yeah, no, literally several million more cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the weight of them would sink the island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the tunnels would collapse. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the, the point is that the, the, the tourist comes to the city and thinks this, this is a series of rides and attractions for me. I will go up the, le- the elevator in the Empire State Building and stand on top. Because surely no one could be here working. Empire State Building has a long-ass line, though, for tourists who want to go do the tourist thing. Well, I think people who work there have a separate entrance. Good. You about have to, because otherwise you never get anything done. Like, if they use the same elevators, yeah. that just would not work. Yeah, good, because they're already here to wait in line, you know? Right. Like, oh, let's go on the subway ride. <laughs> let's go on uh, the the walking tour of where the gays live, you know? By the way, uh, tourists who, who come here, and I realize I'm being New York-centric right now, but fuck it. Go tourists on. who come here and... Uh, uh, take photos of themselves riding the subway. Mm-hmm. You're adorable. This is just so. We've never seen anything like this before. It's a fast train underground. Take my picture of me at the fucking <laughs> Franklin Avenue stop. Yeah. Look at look at that's a real homeless person behind me. Look, <laughs> there's a guy selling churros. Yeah, and do it do it on one of the shitty trains, one of the old ones with the orange and yellow seats. Because those look good on Instagram. I'm yeah. kidding. You don't know what that is yet. Yeah, the extra <laughs> filthy ones that smell of urine. Honey, yeah, I met a beggar. Yeah, you and I are fucking sick of Instagram. Okay, John and Jane Fuckface don't know what it is. Yeah, well, yeah. they will soon because fucking Facebook bought it. Yeah, well. So, strap in. Yeah, they'll, they'll find out what it is after it stops working. There's a whole new world just waiting for shitty filters. On their photographs. And again, the filters are incidental. Instagram is popular because it, it, it works well. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a useful app. I just hate the filters. If more people were, like, you know, made aware of the ability to not use them... <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure that would take off. I feel like there's another kind of, of waiting in line that we're missing here. A more, a more metaphorical sort of waiting in line. Oh, do go on. Well, okay, we're in an election year in the United States right now. Indeed. And And... 
in in politics, especially in presidential politics, there's there's always a sort of um, an unspoken kind of waiting in line for who gets to run for president. I realize we have primaries and shit, yeah. But you always kind of feel like. Not always. Obama, definitely not. Yeah. But you, you often get the feeling that, that people get to run for president because it's their turn. Oh, yeah. You know, John Kerry, uh, John McCain. Absolutely. The, yeah. Those two especially really felt like it was just their respective parties were like, well, we might as well just put whoever up. Right, right. Party elders, especially when you don't think your party has a good chance of winning against yeah. an incumbent or whatever. And then it's just and against an incumbent or... When you want to get away from the incumbent in the case of McCain. Yeah, like McCain's already super old. He's probably not going to get to run for president again. Yeah. Let's just let him. Who cares? He's been trying for so long. God bless his heart. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, see, like, that's a, yeah, that's a kind of waiting in line yeah. for a very select number, you know, yeah. number of people in the population. Like, yeah, John Kerry was like, well, he's got a fabulous head of hair. Let's just, let's just run that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we've never run for president. We're not going to. We're no. not politicians. No, I, 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 when I was five years old, I thought the funniest thing in the world was to piss off my grandpa by stomping on a flag. So, <laughs> See, if there's a, a video of that, someone's going to dig it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it would be a good idea to, do, to bring in someone who has sort of an inside point of view on the running for president process. Oh, fuck. No, and, and, and you might remember him. Uh, no, he's been just, on the show before. Just do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Pawlenty. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back. How's it going? It's, uh, it's great to be part of the Breakfast with the Beak family. It's, hey. Tim you are not in my family. Call me Teapot. How's it going, Teapaw? Tim Palenti, you are not in my family. Gombi Teapaw. I, I think he likes being called Teapaw. Well, I don't care what Tim Palenti likes, okay? I don't care what Teapaw... God damn it, no. Good to see you again, Johnny. Good times. Yeah, well, that's one of us. <laughs> and Dr. Heisenberg. <laughs> so, Teapaw. Yeah. Can you give us some... Very real, actually, here insights. Well, well, okay. So, as you know, I ran for president earlier this year in the primaries for the Republican nomination. I, I recall, and, and 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 I had to concede my campaign fairly early on. Wasn't getting a lot of support. I was getting support from the podcasting communities like yourselves, which I appreciate. I, I wouldn't call it support, but. Uh, yeah, uh, on the one hand, as Republicans, we all gotta to band together and support Mitt Romney. And I gotta say, I'm in. I'm I am on the Romney bandwagon. Okay, everyone loved the the Kane train, right? When when Herman Kane, we were all riding the Kane train. I, mm-hmm. I recall the Kane train. Yes, but yes, but now be. now it's the Palen train. And Tim Palen... The... The... The Palen train, you said. The Tim Palen train is riding on the Romney Railroad. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for both of us, Tim Palenty. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But but at the same time... At the same time... Fuck that guy! It fucking pampered billionaire little shit. He hasn't earned... Jeff, you were a senator. I was a governor. Big fucking deal. I had to follow Jesse fucking Ventura. 
Okay. No, I think I think that really is the reason for your success, uh, Teapaw, is that... Thank you for calling me, Teapaw. Yeah, well... <laughs> the point it's is that... Re- rebranding after Teapaw name. However the fuck many years of Jesse Ventura, I feel like people needed, you know, a little stability. They needed a rebound governor. They needed a practice girl. Yeah, yeah. Tim Pawlenty is is comforting. Like an old sweater. Or, you know, some slippers that you wear out to the garden. Okay? So, um... You heard it here first, America. Tim Pawlenty is your flip-flops. So I'm just waiting. One of these... Maybe I'm like a pair of Crocs, you know? Got some holes in the top so your feet can breathe. It looks a little weird, but it's comfy. It's, it's nice. But anyway... Anyway, the point is... In one of these days... It's going to be my turn, okay, to run for president. I'm not going away. I'm supporting the party line, and and we're all in this together. But one of these years, you're going to be riding the Palin train. Tim? Tell me T-Paw. T-Paw? Thank you. T-Paw. <laughs> How many interviews have you done outside of our show recently? Oh, all know? the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah, no, a couple weeks ago I saw him on the, the Soledad O'Brien morning show on, oh. on CNN. He's like a pundit now. Wow, okay, yeah, well. They, they pull him in to, you know. Well, you know, Newt Gingrich was a pundit for a while and, you yeah, know. Yeah, I was available. I was available. Fucking, fucking, Michelle Bachman, where do you see her, okay? Rick Santorum, no one's asking him questions, right? Because he can't rely on him, okay? Rick Perry, no one's interviewed Rick Perry in like six goddamn months. Everyone's going to Tim Pawlenty for the real inside story of of the, the Romney 2012 campaign. No, Tim Pawlenty is uh, is reliable. Tim Pawlenty is the vanilla pudding of men. And who doesn't love a delicious pudding? Oh, you got me there. Thanks. You got me there. All right, Tim Pawlenty, everybody. Tim Pawlenty. Oh thank my you, God. thank you. Nice, nice, nice to be here. Nice. I, I'm, I'm, vote, vote Romney 2012. You don't have to. You don't have to. Vote Teapot 2024. Okay, bye. thanks, Tim. Uh, thanks, thanks, Teapot. Well, who bye. knows? Maybe we'll be dead by then. So. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Teapot, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he great? Jesus People Christ. love it when the Teapot drops by. Just sweet Mormon Jesus. Just <laughs> so, uh, you, you got any fight left in you for the waiting in line for shit? No, man. That's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a tough act to follow. It's like being in the room with one of those mutants who sucks out your power. Like like, like Rogue? No, no. Rogue can then use your power. It's like being in the room with the guy who neutralizes your power, but I don't remember what he's called. Oh, I don't either. Yeah, because they have a different one every couple of years because nobody gives a shit because it's X-Men. Rogue's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I guess. I always liked her accent. Again, with the... the you know, it, I, 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 can't, well, I can't date anyone with a southern accent because of True Blood. Movie Rogue wasn't that great because she was basically Jubilee. Yeah. But, well, like, Cartoon Rogue was cool. Yeah, and we know Anna Paquin can do a shitty southern accent also because of True Blood. That's true. Yeah. Anna okay. Paquin's got the, yeah. Yeah. Anna Paquin should should redo, if they do a new X-Men movie, yeah. she should reprise her role, but as an older, more sassy Rogue. Actually, Anna Paquin ruined Rogue for me twice. First, <laughs> first in the X Men movies, uh-huh. and then in True Blood, because now whenever I hear someone with a with a Southern accent talking, all I hear is her going, "Maxine Fortenberry, you put that pie down right now." And, 
And if I were to ever date someone with a southern accent, I'd make her say that. While we fucked. <laughs> that is a weird kink. Yeah, I'm. You think I don't know that? You think I'm proud of that? <laughs> you think I'm happy about that? You think that's something that I can sleep easy at night knowing about myself? Probably not. No, okay. Is that why you're always up till 5 a.m.? Yes, actually. <laughs> yes, that is actually the reason, okay? So. <laughs> So until next week, yeah. you put that pie down right now. <laughs>